98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Have you ever gone to the doctor and they creeped you out? Uh, no, I really? wouldn't go to a doctor that made me. You know what? I talked to uh, some of our, our friends that are ladies um, that you know in the neighborhood and stuff like that. And they say a doctor will creep them out a little bit sometimes. And then they won't go back to that doctor. You know, my mom had a doctor for like 30 straight years. She loved this guy. She talked about this guy all the time. I'm like, dude, what, do you have a crush on this guy? That's how much she talked about her doctor. And then he he started to go gray, like we all do. You know, after 30 years, then he got grayer and grayer and grayer. <laughs> and then one time she walked into the room, and the guy had jet black hair. Hey, now. And uh, because he dyed his hair, uh, she she didn't go back to him ever again. Really? Why? Yeah. I, I don't know. It, like, freaked her out or something. But you'll hear about that. I had a doctor freak me out once. And the guy was a perfectly nice guy. But I grew up, on, like, near the beach, and so I've been concerned about skin stuff, you know. I had my shirt off my entire childhood, and my shoulders are all messed up from it. And so I go to the dermatologist, and I like the guy. But one day I started getting, like, acne, but I'm an adult. You know, on my face, I'm like, what? what is this? What is this? And he decided that it was the way I was shaving was irritating oh, my skin. Oh, I remember this, yeah. The dermatologist. And he, he said, uh, oh, yeah, you're, it's, a, it's more like a shave burn or a razor burn or something like that. And then he gets out a Post-it note, and he writes down three words on the Post-it note. And after this, I never went back. I was like, that's enough. And he said, <laughs> he wrote down warm, wet whiskers. And I don't know why that bothered me. It's like people don't like the word moist or something. And uh, I, I just, I said, uh, okay. And then he gave me a piece of hard candy after that. And so uh, that was it for us. I, I and think- I don't know why I did that to guys. Great doctor anyway, but I just couldn't do it. I, I'm just shocked that you had to go to the doctor to learn how to shave. What, what, I was what doing, went wrong in your life where you... I was going against the grain. Oh, okay. You know what I'm and saying? And you had cold, dry whiskers and... I, I, yeah, like, does he think I didn't, like, does he think I just went and got a razor and just started going to town like Clint Eastwood? Plus, you used to go to, like, Dollar Tree and get those yeah, horrendously dude, cheap razors. I will razors. say this. Listen. <clears throat> as far as skipping on things in life, yeah. there's a lot of things you can. I'll get the off-brand aluminum foil, whatever. But I got some razors from one of those places once, and you might have, I mean, it was like jerking the whiskers out instead of cutting them. Yeah. Most painful thing. I remember you going through that, and you're like, I ain't getting those Epiladies anymore. <laughs> Is that the brand name for this? That's a device that's famously used back in the day when women, before they had like Venus razors and all that, they had mm-hmm. uh, something called the Epilady, and it was like a spring and basically, the spring just, like, contracted, and it just basically just ripped all your hair. Oh, see, that's, uh, it's it's pretty painful. But I'll make a confession here. Um, we had a buddy of ours, and for some reason, they had, like, 100 boxes of leftover ladies' razors. And she says, Ty, if you'd like a ladies' razor, you can have one. Meanwhile, I use this thing. It's got, like, a soap ring around it. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? That sounds awful. No, it's so smooth. It's the opposite of the uh, Dollar Tree. So I, um, ladies raise us where it's at when you want to shave, Dan. I'm telling you right All now. Right, you'll well, never go back if hope, you use one. Hope your kid's not listening. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Tig, I need to, you to help me establish a set of rules. Okay, well, why, why does this guy talk into the fade out? Um, a set of rules for tipping. I saw a discussion on the internet last night about tipping. Now, um, I'm going to give you some different instances, and I just want you to just give me a rule on what percent I should tip in these particular instances because tipping is getting a little crazy, getting a little out of control. 
For example, I saw somebody in like Portland, Oregon or something was saying, uh, I went to the grocery store the other day and I got my own groceries. I went through the self-checkout. I bagged my own groceries and it still at the kiosk where you self-checkout gave me an option to tip. So we'll start off with full service. I think my rule on that is always 20%. Because I used to work at a restaurant, I'll do 20 or higher for full service. What right? does full service mean? You know, where I go sit down at the table, Okay. got a server that comes over, greets mm -hmm. me, all that. You know, regular full service dining, Ten, 20 or higher, right? I would say 20% is good. All right. Now help me with uh, if you go to like a buffet, like a golden corral. Mm -hmm. That's where I get my own food. I guess essentially the tip in that situation goes to the person clearing the table at the end of the night. Because mm -hmm. nobody, I mean, you get everything yourself. Nobody even brings you a water before you go to the buffet. I mean, you're doing it all well, yourself. If you go to the buffet, typically they will, at least at Golden Corral, they bring you your drink out. Okay. So I'm thinking like 10% on that seems fair. But what, do you agree or disagree? Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound cruel or anything, but it's a lot different than them doing everything for you, right? Right. Okay. That I can handle. This is what throws me off. Counter service. For example, if I go to the pets, pretzel place in the mall, that Auntie Annie's or whatever, mm -hmm. I order a pretzel. The guy just hands me a pretzel, makes me a drink, puts it on a tray. Must I tip him or See, her? That reminds me more of McDonald's or something. Right. I mean, you just order the food. They give it to you. Like I went to a Sonic yesterday. I did tip because the lady brought it out, but I don't tip when I go through the drive-thru. So I need a rule on counter service. That's probably the one that's throwing me off the most. I probably wouldn't do it. Like, I don't think, I think I went, we had uh, that severe weather expo, and before that, I went to the pretzel place and got something over there, and I don't remember tipping them. I, you know, that spin around, they, you go, uh, like, for example, I went to this place and bought uh, bagels once. I bought the day-old bagels, and all they did was handed me the bagels. Mm -hmm. And then they do that thing, and I know they probably don't like it either. I bet it's awkward for them, too, where they say, it's going to ask you a question, and then they slowly spin that thing around. Yeah. And then it starts with like 25% and then 20 and for then 18 a, For a tip, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's an awkward situation. I just need to establish a rule about counter service tipping. Um, yeah, like I did that the other day at La Fortune. I got a hot dog. They flipped that thing around, and it's like 25 20 and 15%. But I feel pressure in that moment. And I get I gave the kid 15% uh, because I knew he was about to turn it right back around and see what I'd done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're kind of buying their friendship. But are we life. making it like where companies can pay their employees not enough because we're kind of footing the bill for some of this? But I also want to be generous to the employees. So I'm really messed up over this. I'm totally, I have no way of knowing what to do. That's why I need you well, to Daniel, just tell me because you're almost like a robot. You care nothing about humans. <laughs> well, I told you, I probably wouldn't tip for counter service. However, Daniel, uh, how many times have you moved in your life? Probably five or something. And I mean, it's a big move and they load up a big truck and it's 105 degrees and these boys are out there just busting their tails, mm -hmm. taking all day to load the baby. Then they drive it 500 miles, stay in hotel rooms and everything, eating on the road, missing their families, drive it all the way to your new house somewhere else. Unload that thing. One time, Daniel moved into the third floor of an apartment complex with no elevator. And these boys are dragging couches up there. It's 100 degrees. They're sweating like pigs. And then they get done with it, and you say, all right, thanks, boys. And I, I said, you tipped them, right? And you go, no, I didn't tip them. I go, you did what? I had no idea that you're supposed to tip them. And at the end of it, they kind of just like mold around a bit. And uh, I think one of them was like, well, can we have some water? 
I didn't have any water. I just had to get like a <laughs> cup of water. Yeah, you I, were when they how about brutal. how about also the counter service when they spin that thing around and it's got the different numbers for tipping, the different percentage rates, and then it has the uh, the different words under it like great wow. service. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Average. Whoa, <laughs> that's what I don't like either. You need to. Uh, Call that moving company and get those boys some money, man. Even if it's 10 years after the fact. That, that's wrong. I tip now. Thanks to you, I do tip now when I move. But I had no idea, man. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger and Daniel. A week from tomorrow, Daniel, was Taste of Summer in Broken Arrow. And uh, you, you get in and then you get, like, free ice cream and things. Taste of Summer Ice Cream Festival. How about that? And if I was a kid, I knew there's an ice cream festival out there. <laughs> Your parents probably wouldn't have taken you. You just had to hear about it. I never even, growing up, never even lived in a place that had the ice cream truck. I don't know the joy of hearing that. And then a guy riding by your house bringing you ice cream. Mm -hmm. Does it come by your neighborhood, by the way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How does your kid not run out there every day just begging for money to get the ice cream from this ice cream guy? Well, he does. And, and like, it's a blessing in a way when the ice cream truck comes because, oh, it's convenient and it's a little fun thing and a fun memory for me. However, when the guy comes by four times a week and my son is running out there and I tell him no sometimes and he goes, got to watch the uh, ice cream truck drive into the sunset like Clint Eastwood, he doesn't like it that much. And I think a lot of parents would rather, you know, let's pull back maybe once a week here, brother. Also, they there's some kind of copyright with the carnival music they used to yeah. use so now they play silent night and things and yeah. it's summer riding through playing like amazing grace because they yeah, it's like they can't use the other yeah. songs because they yeah. have to pay for it i never it never came by my house but i remember staying at my grandmother's house and my cousin ryan who's like four or five years old at the time i'd never seen anything like it that that thing came by playing that music and the the only way it seemed like he'd get the ice cream truck to stop would be he just flung himself right in front of it. <laughs> just laid down. In he just he ran out. <laughs> What's that situation where there's a very famous picture of a guy? I guess it was Tenement Square or something like that. The guy stood out in front of the tank. Yeah, he yeah. That was my four year old cousin out With there. Ice cream truck. Just uh, <laughs> pumping his hand, trying to get this guy to stop. And the guy was gonna stop either way, but my cousin Ryan just threw himself out there. Mm -hmm. well, you don't have to do all that to get ice cream anymore. Right now the. Taste of summer. Broken Arrow, you can take five friends, four friends, five plus, it's five pack, is what I'm trying to say. You plus four. I'm not so good at math, dog. That's what happens. Lack of ice cream growing up causes you to be terrible at math. But it's next week from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and we've got your five pack right now on 918-879-9898. You know what I'm going to do, Tig? I'm going to go to your neighborhood, and I got this wireless speaker I'm going to put on top of my car, and I'm going to start playing the ice cream music theme and just... Have all those children run out and just have their hearts broken every day, <laughs> four or five times a day. All right, well, you're a very cordial individual. I appreciate that. Uh, let's go looking for caller nine if you'd like uh, to go to Taste of Summer in Broken Arrow. Not tomorrow, but one week from tomorrow. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. One thing I learned the hard way about, like, uh, home insurance companies, Daniel, it's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Years ago, I had a house, and a guy knocks on the door, and he's from the insurance company, and it's not he's not selling insurance. He works for the company that I already have. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he goes, hey, man, uh, we just want to take a look at your house, if that's all right. You got, like, a few minutes for us to do a walkthrough of your house. And, you know, he's my insurance guy, I guess, or somebody from the insurance company, and I go, yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, they're insuring the house. I guess they got to know what's going on with the house or something. So he walks through and he's looking at the ceiling and he's looking at the bedrooms and he's looking at the walls real quick. Nothing, nothing too personal, just kind of taking a glance. And then he's like, can we go out in the backyard so I can see what, oh, sure. And he goes, huh, 
It doesn't say here that you had a back porch, nice screened-in porch back here. And I said, I, I guess, I don't know, I guess the previous owners built it. I didn't build it. And uh, anyway, a couple weeks later, they sent me a letter saying, well, you have more house than we thought, so here goes your rate. Well, I guess I know who I'm not letting in my house That's ever. What, and so I was telling people this, and they go, no, 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 don't let those people in your house. Don't let them in your house. So it happened to me a couple of weeks ago here in Tulsa. Guy comes up. There's a lady this time. She's like, hey, uh, can I take a look at your house? And I had to just lie. What'd you say? And I feel terrible about this. Uh, I said, well, I, my little kid's asleep right now. It might disturb him or something, even though he was probably in there, like, playing his iPad or something. But, uh, you know, I just said, no, nah, you can't come in. But, uh, you know, I can't keep her from, like, looking at the yard from the street, you know. And she's looking at the trees, and she's gone around the side of the house and, and all that. We get another letter, and now they say, you got to trim that tree. They're telling me to trim trees over there now. So I got to, you know, like they want me to spend this money or else I guess my rate will go up. And it's not probably not a bad idea. I mean, there's like a hundred year old tree in my yard. And if a storm came, it would probably, it's a mat. I mean, I'm sure when they planted it, it was a sapling. Now it's a massive tree, but there's nothing you can do about that. But I guess you don't have to let those people in. Well, so yeah, I didn't know that they would come to your house trying to come in to charge you more. They do drive-bys, man. That happened to several people I know. They'll drive by and go, oh, you've got a tree that looks like if a limb fell, it'd mess up your roof. So well, you, you got to come up with something better than my kids asleep because they'll just go around the corner for 30 minutes and come back. you got to be like, no, nah, man, there's a corpse in here. <laughs> it's going to be here for a <laughs> now, while, too. Now, the police might show up, but... Uh, <laughs> At least your rates won't go up. I would have a hard time trying to convince somebody not to be able to come in. I, I That's the only thing I could come up with on the fly. I didn't know what was going on. I thought they were selling, but no, they were trying to get in for a second. Yeah, that so insurance game's tough. You know, I had a house in Nashville that flooded, and they're like, yeah, we cover everything except what's on the inside and outside of the house. I'm like, what? <laughs> they get you. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Good Morning Daniel. Tig has been making a conscious effort to uh, eat breakfast and things like that, and uh, I often complain because you'll sit across from me, and sometimes you'll choose for your breakfast a boiled egg, and I'll look over, and the guy's just gently eating a boiled egg or... What's another one of your favorite breakfasts to have? Uh, beef jerky is something I'll They'll eat. have beef jerky. strips of that. And I'm sometimes like, is this guy on a road trip or having breakfast? Not sure. <laughs> like, oh, what do you like for breakfast? He's like, oh, Bucky's. So uh, today, a new low. Today, you're uh, having, what is that? It's an Equate. It's off-brand. Uh-huh. Protein shake. It says high-performance protein shake. And what flavor is it? Uh, caramel. So you're having candy for breakfast. <laughs> it's a candy flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the back. It's got vitamins and stuff in it. So you're drinking like a tube of caramel this morning. Pretty much. All right. Well, nice knowing you. It's not candy, though. Things can taste like something that is not, right? So if you were to call your doctor and say, hey, I've been, uh, you know, doing like you said, trying to eat a uh, breakfast every morning. It's like, oh, what'd you have this morning? Oh, candy, <laughs> caramel, just liquid caramel. <laughs> what are you, Willy Wonka? <laughs> It's not candy, man. Okay. It tastes like candy. All right. I'm going to ask you one more question. What flavor is it? Caramel. Which is a? Candy. Okay, then. I see people, everybody up here eating these things, and it's like Snickers. They say it's protein bars, but I guess it's chocolate flavored. Well, why is everybody eating candy for breakfast? No why don't wonder. you mind your own business? I can't help it, because you, you gently eat a boiled egg, and then I look over, you're lapping up caramel. Hey, at least I'm eating. You ought to be supportive because I, I could never eat before the show. And then well, I would yeah. get kind of tired and stuff. And so now if I eat before the show, I got energy. Well, I bet you do. After you consume 2,000 calories in a 
vat of caramel, of course you can have some energy. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty. And good morning to you, Daniel. You know that uh, Morgan Wallen there, he's a dad, so uh, he'll be celebrated this Sunday. As will you, Tig, and uh, I know that probably every radio station in the world is doing this kind of break today. But what do you guys really want for Father's Day? Um, well, I want to spend time with my family. I do. I don't want to just like be gone. But yeah, there is a part of me. And in fact, at Mother's Day, I went and asked some uh, people at work. I said, "What? What do you moms really want?" And the consensus was generally like. Uh, in the morning time, spend some time with the family, then get us out of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, have us go to get nails done or have us whatever it is. Just I need time off from this. And uh, that's what I did for my wife. And I kind of feel the same way. I want to wake up, spend some time with my son, eat breakfast, and then uh, go roll the dice all day. You want to go. I thought you would want them to leave and go do something while you well, stayed, not had bad. the house to yourself. It's not a bad idea either. But um, then I get to going, I wonder how much money they're spending. What are they doing out there? So either way, I think that a lot of dads um, who are actively involved would probably like a little break to do some stuff, right? I don't think that's unreasonable. Doesn't mean I don't. I don't know if that's. I don't know if it's reasonable or not. Remember, my uh, my dad loves to go into the casino. When I was younger, he would go to the casino on like Father's Day weekend. (laughs) <laughs> and it really upset my sister, though. She oh, because he was out of town well, all the time. Yeah, he, she would call him, like, on a Friday, like, hey, hey, Dad, you know, what are we going to do this weekend for Father's Day? And mm-hmm. he'd be like, I'm, I'm on my way to Biloxi. <laughs> and it would hurt her feelings. Yeah, but now, looking back on it, I guess, you know, it is his weekend. He should be able to go. Yeah, it's kind of like it's a... Uh... Or should you make yourself available if your kids want to do something? Yeah, you're like, darned if you do, darned if you don't. Because it is Father's Day. You should get what you want on Father's Day. But then on the other side, they want to do things for you, too. So I see both sides. So maybe spending half the day with your family, and then if you can get out of the house, do that the other half of the day. Well, couldn't you spend this Father's Day with the family, and then you get, like, a coupon for maybe next week to go be able to do what you want? It's not a bad idea. Like, kind of like they observe presidents' birthdays. It's not Mm -hmm. always on the day. It's, like, observed later. So, yeah, maybe, um, but I think time off is a good one. But it always surprised me that even though if, if he knew that it hurt her feelings, and probably hurt mine too if I really thought about it, I wonder why he didn't uh, just not do that. Well, you said your dad has changed a lot. He has now, yeah. But back in the day, you know, it'd be like, oh, Merry Christmas, Dad. You know, can, can we come over? I'm at Biloxi. <laughs> <laughs> this guy loved it. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. I guess we're about a week away now from, uh, oh, man, this is going to be a tremendous event here. I don't know. Uh, does your son know that we're doing this yet? Is a good old-fashioned Tig and Daniel uh, nut flinging. What's a nut fling? Well, I like to go to uh, Woodward Park, and I'll take a small bag of peanuts, and I'll get about 20 to 30 squirrels that will surround me, and I just give them peanuts like so much so they'll eat from my hands me and your son have went over there and he's actually fed them by hand and so my uh thing what we're gonna do and i think i'm gonna shoot for next friday so mark your calendars i think i'm going to go out there i've got a 25 pound bag of peanuts from atwoods i'm gonna go out there and i'm just gonna make it rain on those furry fatties so so to get 30 and 40 pounds or 30 and 40 squirrels to you how many pounds are you normally bringing out there a pound. And this is going to be 25 times that. Yes. Now, here's what's going to happen. Either I will get all the squirrels or they'll be completely inactive. I've never been out there that early in the morning. So if I get out there around 7 o'clock on Friday, next Friday, do you think I'll get 
the two or three hundred squirrels that I want. I mean, I see squirrels rolling about. I don't know what time their alarm goes off, but I see them in the morning time. Hmm. And I don't know if they're hungry or maybe they're just chilling. Does but, your, uh, has your son heard us talking about this yet? No, I haven't told him yet. This will be the best day of his life if he knows that I will be out there with 25 pounds. And look how big this sack of peanuts is. It's so big that uh, people here, our bosses, were like, who's going to clean up all that peanut debris in the studio? And I was like, that's your business. <laughs> My job is to bring the peanuts. I, I don't want to deal with the aftermath of them. I, I, what is your prediction for uh, the Tiger and Daniel, the old-fashioned Tiger and Daniel nut flinging? Well, let me ask you this. Okay, Woodward Park, right? Mm-hmm. And you say every time you just drop like a pound of peanuts, about 30 or 40 squirrels come up to you. Right. Is that the whole population, though? Like, will you be wasting this on just 30 or 40 squirrels, or are there 500 out there and they'll, they'll start going haywire? What happens when I go out there and I start feeding them? I'll start throwing them, you know, a, a few nuts here and there. One squirrel will come running up. A very brave squirrel will come running up. And then other squirrels will say, oh, look at this. Look at this guy. Yeah, you don't want to be the first squirrel. Right. They, they all, it's like at a church buffet or a church like potluck. The first person goes through and then everybody else piles in. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, there's 30, 30, 30, 40 squirrels and they surround you. There'll be squirrels behind me, squirrels in front of me. Then the birds start seeing it. And then those <laughs> flying fatties come down and they start eating the peanuts as well. The flying fatties? Yeah, you got furry fatties and flying fatties. You got all the fatties at Woodward Park. <laughs> yeah. But is it okay to feed them peanuts? Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be their main diet. I did do some research. I asked you to check with the city and make sure it wasn't littering to go out there and put down all these peanuts, and the verdict is? I didn't call them. How could it be? You trying to get me thrown in jail? How could something that literally grows on the ground be littering? Well, first of all, peanuts grow in the ground, not on the ground. Yeah, but they got the little stem that sticks up or whatever. You know, I think if it's just a few shells of peanuts, I don't think that I would be in trouble. But this is, I mean, look, this is a giant sack of peanuts here. What would the charge be against you? You drop something that actually already exists in nature on the ground? Littering. <laughs> Gotta be littering. Just call the city. You don't, don't you know people over there? You're uh, in local government. You're the... Uh, I could call, yeah, I could call and try to get a definitive answer. Yeah, but don't you know tr- they're dealing that. with like you know if you look at news on six you know dot com they got all these things going on they got uh, today I come to work there's a hundred thousand traffic cones out there half of them knocked over by the wind I mean I don't think they are gonna really want to hear my squirrel question let me tell you this right now if I find myself next weekend in that Jay Rubin stuttered <laughs> correctional facility over there yeah. And, you know, there's there's no separated bathroom. If you are in jail and you have to go to the bathroom, you just go right there in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I then, will be so upset. I can't do that, man. I ain't made for prison. Also, you'll have to tell everybody, everybody's going to be kind of shooting the bull, shooting the breeze in there. Hey, what are you in here for? You know, stabbing. What are you in here for? A hit and run. And what are you going to have to say to these guys? Feeding fatties. Furry fatties. At Instant beating. <laughs> I don't know. I think they would. I would probably be like the Birdman of Alcatraz if I were to do it. So your official prediction is, do you think I will get a multitude of uh, furry fatties or not that many for the good old-fashioned Tig and Daniel nut fling? I think it's going to be kind of like when um, when th- somebody throws a party down the street from you. At first, people are like, oh, what's that? And then a few more people trickle in. And then I go out there like a meerkat, like, what's going Then I'll go down there. And I think over time, it, it's going to be quite the scene. I think you'll have a lot of activity, dude. A lot of people are interested in this. Even my mom was like, I- I'd be interested in that. We had folks saying that they wanted to come see it in person. Do you feel bad that you will be trapped in the studio? 
No, because I want to be here because I think it'll be it'll sound good on the radio. You like out there, me back here in the studio, and we'll be getting live. I know, updates but will you here. feel? Will you have that? What do they call it? FOMO? No, I've fear met a, of missing out. I've met a squirrel. I mean, you know, I got it. Have you met like fifty furry fatties at I have one time? Not then met fifty furry fatties. But. All right. I'll well, see the video because we're going to put this on TikTok and stuff. Yeah, I think we'll go. Should we go TikTok live or do we want to go Instagram live or something? That's some other things we have to work out. That's your business. But uh, uh, my business right now, Daniel, is to make sure we give away those tickets for you to see Parker McCollum. And we get that coming out with our 98.5 The Bull fight at 740. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Think any squirrels live at Jackie Cooper Nissan? I don't think so, man. I think they run squirrels off because they got new inventory coming in there all the time. It's probably not a very safe place for furry fatties. It's not, but they got so many vehicles down there. They're loaded up at Jackie Cooper Nissan. Remember, there was a period where it was kind of hard to find a car, but now your car is sitting at Jackie Cooper Nissan and 0% interest. It doesn't get any better than that on select models at Jackie Cooper Nissan. If you're in the business for a car, you got to go. And at least see what's going on at Jackie Cooper Nissan. I think you're going to like it. Plus, if you've already if you're already driving a car, a lot of us like to trade in our vehicles so that money goes towards our next vehicle, right? They're offering fifteen hundred dollars more than Kelly Blue Book value. You know that Kelly Blue Book where you can get on and see how much your car is worth. Fifteen hundred more than that. Uh, what I like about it too is they said we want your trade in, but also we just want to like straight up buy your car. Yeah. If you've got an extra car, maybe somebody moved out of the house or whatever, and you're like, oh. I could just sell this straight up. No uh, having to get on, like, classified ads. You just go to Jackie Cooper Nissan. They'll take care of you and give you $1,500 more than a Kelly Blue Book value. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. Cody Johnson there. It's 98.5 The Bull. Here we go with Parker McCollum. Um, it's the Bull Fight. We do it every morning at 740 during the week. Usually our big giveaway. And with us today, Daniel, who do we have? Today we have uh, Cheyenne, the phlebotomist. How do you say a phlebotomist? Yes, that's right. And I don't know <laughs> if you know this or not, Tig, but that is a lady that drinks blood. <laughs> is that true? Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say drink it, but yeah, I draw blood. <laughs> well, you draw blood. Well, yeah, that's completely different than drinking it. I thought you would defend yourself. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I guess I do. Well... No, because a lot of people come in and they say, "Oh, you're my, uh, you're my vampire for today." And yeah. then a, a, an old, an old guy at the hospital called me a mosquito one time, so oh. I just took it. Oh, I like that. Pretty good, pretty I good. like mosquito way better than vampire. Yeah, I guess you hear that all the time. Uh, taking yeah. on uh, Cheyenne, the phlebotomist today, uh, Jabri. Am I saying that right, Jabri? Yes, sir. You are. And you are a bank teller. Yes, sir. Uh, do you guys still hand out suckers to the kids? Yes, we do. And dog treats still for the dog? Suckers. Yes, sir. Do you okay. still uh, tie your pens down with chains and all that? <laughs> all right. She loves you, Tug. It's Father's <laughs> Day. You're going to Tug's, Tug's asking you if you guys still chain the ink pen to the counter. Oh, sorry. I couldn't hear. Because uh, you, you got back on that speakerphone again, didn't you? No, I didn't. I was still off the speakerphone. Cheyenne must be on her. In any case, uh, we must move on here. Um, she like in a jet? It's just a terrible connection. I don't know what's going on. All right, here we go. Triv uh, general knowledge trivia. We'll start with Cheyenne. Cheyenne, what type of animal is known to beat its chest as a dominance display? Um, a gorilla. Gorilla is correct. Jabri. What part of a corgi's body is smaller than a normal dog its size? 
Um, it's belly. That would be its legs. Uh. Its legs. <laughs> Cheyenne, what portable gaming device did Nintendo introduce in 1989? Um, would that be like a Game Boy? The Game Boy is correct. Jabri, in what movie is the main character given a choice between a red pill and a blue pill? Um. That would be The Matrix. The Matrix. Up next, Cheyenne, what does sayonara mean? Um, goodbye? I don't know. That is correct. It does mean goodbye. Oh, yay. <laughs> Jabri, what word comes before I did it again in the oh. Britney Spears song? Oop. That is correct. Avery on the board. Cheyenne has three. Jabri has one. What? <laughs> Sorry, that was my son. That's all right. Cheyenne, what type of snake has a name that begin and ends in the letter A? Uh, anaconda. Anaconda? That is correct. Jabri, what 2013 movie featured the song, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Frozen. That is also correct. Final question, Cheyenne. What four-letter prefix can come before bishop, duke, and nemesis? I don't know that one. That would yeah. be arch. Archbishop, uh, archduke, and arch nemesis. Jabri. What disease did nearly 100% of people contract during childhood before the introduction of a vaccine in 1995? What disease did nearly 100% of people contract during childhood before the introduction of a vaccine in 1995? Um, I don't know, the chicken pox? Oh, yeah, it was the chicken pox. Yeah, well, I don't get that. I don't know. You just... Hazard a guess, but you uh, you have two. Cheyenne has four, so Cheyenne has defeated Jabri in the 98.5 The Bull fight. Cheyenne, do you want to hold on to these tickets, or do you want to give them to Jabri? I think I'm going to keep them. All right. Well, that's the way the cookie crumbles, Doug. Yes, and uh, Jabri, call back anytime you want. You're still eligible to win, and uh, in fact, we have something coming up in just a few moments. We got that chance to fly away to see this guy right here. Luke Combs in Thank Tampa, you. Florida. You're welcome. That happens at 810 on 98.5 The Bull. A good morning, 752. Still got eight minutes to get to work if it's 8 o'clock for you. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. I know when a, a big, huge uh, problem that we all have in life is uh, something I'm going through right now, too, Tiger, and I'm sure you also have. I'm tired of the uh, bar of soap that I have in my bathtub. I've had this thing for like six months now. What's it going to take to get rid of this? How far down do you go before you say it's over? 
You know, because they can become a little sliver. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess, is it when it bends and breaks? Is that when you finally, when it breaks in half? Uh, what I did was I will go to Ross sometimes, and for some reason, men's soap, they make it the size of a brick. It's a big, giant brick of uh, mm-hmm. soap. Like and, the- you know, this ain't Dove. This is a big, giant brick of it. It's got some type of uh, grit in it also that's made for, I guess, if you're get really dirty and stuff. Anyway, I've been using this thing for like six months. I'm sick of it. Why can't I just throw it away? It's a, it's a big enough bar. You could probably give that to your kids, like inherit it. But I don't like, I can't, why are you using bars? Cause every, you can do liquid that bar. I hate that bar because when you try to clean the shower, you know, like that, I don't know what it is like that crust or remnants left over. And it's hard to get it out of there of the little tray when you're cleaning the shower. You can't clean the tray of soap. No, because it like sticks to it like concrete eventually. Well, what are you what, what are you using over there? A loofah and uh, some three, three in one liquid. Oh God! <laughs> why do, I don't understand why men do that and wonder why we age so quickly. You, you you're not a car. You don't use a. You, it's like you're going through a car wash and use a three in one. Ladies have a routine at night. You know, mm-hmm. they they go in and they I don't know what's going on in there, but I hear the water running and then I see uh, different things on the counter. I don't know what it is. It looks like Chinese to me. And uh, when I go to bed. You know what my routine is? Lay down. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And then you wake down. up in the morning That's and go it. through a car wash. <laughs> Three and one. Three and one. Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Drinking beer, talking God. Amen. They're also talking about uh, soap. Tig, if you have a bar of soap, men's soap for some reason, they, they sell it in a ginormous bar. It's about the size of a brick. And you've got it. There's got to be a time where you say, you know what? This bar of soap is is done. And when, when, and when is that for you? Uh, when it gets uh, real small, like slivery, and I can't really hold on to it anymore, that's mm-hmm. it's time to toss it, time to retire. We need to figure out a rule. Set it to the Hall of Fame. Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Spud. Spud. Oh, Spud. All right. S-T-U-D, like a dog. <laughs> All right. I guess there you're you probably go. like you're probably like Tig and use a three and one then. A guy named Spud, I'd imagine. There you go. Oh man. There you go. I I'm just commenting on the thing. Um soap. You use the bar of soap I, <laughs> until it's gone. Well what until it but, disintegrates into nothingness. But no, there has to be a point where it's it like folds and breaks. I don't want to use it till it disappears. Because I don't know where it's getting no, off to. you don't use it till it disappears, but you use it till you can see through it. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. There you go. And then you put it in your wife's little thing that she has with all her razors. <laughs> because they do spend two hours at night in the bathroom. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spud, well, uh, well, well, we appreciate that advice. Well, well, you got to call up here more often, Spud. You're probably about the uh, one of the best callers we got. Well, good. I will. I'll call you. All right. <laughs> Have man. a good time. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> We're just moments away from that Luke Combs flyway here on 98.5 The Bull. Thanks to Miller Light. Hey, Daniel. Tig, I had no idea that um, my theory about not knowing when the soap runs out would be so controversial. You're talking about bar soap. Uh, yeah, well, you have a bar of soap. When is it over? And uh, we had a guy named Spud call up, and he said it's over when you can see through it. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Darren. Hey, Darren. What's uh, up, man? I was going to make a comment about the soap. Go ahead, man. Uh, Tig, you, you're, you know, you got to use it until, uh, until, you, uh, until it disappears. And uh, so that, that's just a um, 
you know, a money money well spent type deal. Yeah, but it, like, gets stuck to the... I have to pull it off of my fingernails sometimes. It, like, suctions down to that thing. And then it's and then it's and then it's enough thin enough that you can just drop it on the ground and kind of smash it through the water grate and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Like a burial at sea for the uh, soap. That's the final rule. I do that too. I smash it down the grate. Hey, hey, Daniel. By the way, uh, the guy that just just called Spud. Yeah. I, I do believe that guy's had one too many edibles this morning. Oh, whatever he's doing, <laughs> I love that guy. I think that's the funniest guy we've ever had. I love him. All right. All right, so so he can be, he can be y'all's every Friday call in to everybody start start of the everybody's day. I was just telling Tig we ought to do a bit where Spud has to deliver bad news throughout history, like Pearl Harbor. He would be like, "This will be a day that it will live in infamy." <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, guys, have a good day. All right, you Good morning and welcome in. It's 98.5 The Bull, your home of the Tiger and Daniel Beer Run, where you win 50 bucks to buy some of that Miller Lite beer. Also, you're qualified to fly away to see Luke Combs. Who do we have, Daniel? Today, we've got Steven, and he is sitting right now. He's currently hauling asphalt to mounds. Steven, uh, you're a hardworking guy. I'm sure you could use a uh, $50 gift card thanks to Miller Lite. Also, that flyaway to Tampa, you could use a vacation, right? Yes, sir. Who do you think you would take to Tampa with you if you win? Oh, I'd probably take my girlfriend. Hey, now. And as always, uh, if you win the flyaway, you'll have the choice whether or not you would like me to come and stay with you guys in your hotel. Uh, come on with it. <laughs> hey, look at that. <laughs> the first time ever. Someone said, yeah, yeah, come on. So this uh, asphalt, is it is it similar to concrete? Like, do you have to keep it moving the whole time you're going down the road with it? Or asphalt, you don't have to, like, keep mixed up. You just got to keep it hot, right? Yeah, you just got to stay warm. And what does that stuff taste like? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Uh, could you pull over, please, and just eat one teaspoon of asphalt for us, please? Mm, I, it probably tastes like ass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Well, it is asphalt. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I never, I never like thought about it. Everybody we've had on the show that's called in is like a comedian today. Uh-huh. It's been pretty fun. Solid joke. All right. Well, uh, you got that $50 gift card. Thanks to Miller Lite. And we will be reaching out soon to let you know if you've won the grand prize, which is the Luke Combs Flyaway to Tampa. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig. And hey, good morning, Daniel. Tig, I think we were all shocked to learn this morning your beauty regimen is uh, that you just lay down. Yeah, I just, uh, like when it's bedtime, my routine at night is lay down. Now, my wife's routine is, uh, I don't know what's going on in there. Hey, here, water running. I see uh, salves. I see oils. Mm -hmm. I see lotions. I don't know what's going on. It but, takes like an hour. But you just lay in the bed. That's probably That's, why you look like Freddy Krueger with Botox. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Eric Bam's calling. What's up, man? You ever, uh, you ever get a text message from somebody, and you text them back, and they write LOL, and you really think, did you really just LOL? Did you really laugh out loud? No, right? they don't. So when you just, well, they don't. And when you just said that your daily routine at night was just, lay down i for real just laughed out loud because that's what i do i just lay down yeah there's no routine for me happy yeah happy birthday to my girlfriend today megan but she's got this big routine of everything she does and i i just i'm in bed i just lay down 
I wanted to call and talk to you about your uh, you talking about Father's Day earlier because I was walking and I heard you guys talking about it. What a scam for us dads, right? You get it, Ty. Daniel doesn't get it. But my son, he's 26 years old. He calls me the other day and he goes, hey, uh, we're going to come over. You're going to grill some steaks? Well, I got to cook for you. Mother's Day? No, we go run and take our moms out. Why do I got to grill for them? I want to go to Biloxi, Mississippi. I agree. Why is that not a thing? That's the thing that's kind of like uh, tough about Father's Day. Um, like in a way, you just kind of want to take it easy, but then your family has planned all this stuff or you've got to do the work for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I got a grill for, for three, three, three pariah that have been around my whole life that I've done nothing but take care of, and now I got a grill for them. Well, this guy's oh, 26. Man. Why don't you let him grill? He probably wants to grill, but you're I, probably, you know, you're probably well, that, that regular guy at the grill that won't let anybody touch it and just stands over it and watches everybody while they're trying to grill. You're 100% right. He hasn't had life experience on the grill yet, so, so that's, that's not even close to happening. He burned everything. There's no yeah, doubt. that's why, Eric, because you, don't, so, you don't let him fly. You know, let him fly on that grill. Uh, no, not this weekend. But, uh, hey, good luck at the Cornholio Tournament. I hope you guys raise a lot of money, and uh, I'm excited for a good old-fashioned nut flinging next week or whatever you call it. The 8.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome into Did to See. We'll take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, um, brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park, which is now open. A uh, rough night last night for our... Our neighbors down to the south, uh, we saw storms come through our area. I even saw pictures of hail in Oklahoma City. Uh, we fared okay. It was a little bit windy, but we lost, um, uh, Texas lost three residents last night and dozens more injured in those horrible tornadoes. And I mean, I don't know if you've seen the images, but it looks like a bomb went off. Oh, Ty and I were just watching News on 6, and it, it looks even worse than Ukraine, just like completely wiped out in some yeah. cases. I mean, it's terrible for the folks there in the panhandle of Texas, so we're, we'll be thinking about them today. That's a tough blow, and uh, hopefully recovery efforts go well today. Also, a little bit later on, um, ORU, we're proud of those guys. They're kind of making history. I don't think a, a four-seed team has made it to Omaha before, but I don't know if you know how the World Series in college works. It's a playoff, basically. Um, you're not in the final game until you kind of get through some other games. ORU, right here in Tulsa, they play today at 1 o'clock against TCU on ESPN. Um, what the heck is going on over at Oral Roberts University? They just did really well in basketball a couple of years ago. I mean, they um, made it all the way to the NBA Finals, it seemed like. NBA? Whatever. I don't right. know about sports type, but what did it? They, they made it all the way to the March Madness, I believe, and was I great. was surprised. And so, uh, ORU, you can see them today at 1 o'clock. So what I would suggest is about noon, you start to get a little stomach bug. Tell your boss you have to head out, and you can catch that today. What you got, Daniel? Uh, did you see that they caught the, uh, the guy that had firebombed the donut shop? ATF arrested this guy. He's 24 years old. Somebody that the donut shop over there, they had somebody one week kind of smashing glass with a hammer, and then two weeks later, they got everything fixed, and then this guy came by and firebombed it. So the ATF got involved because it was a malicious use of explosives. Mm -hmm. so Different level, yeah. Caught this guy. Well, they had him on camera. You remember, I was wondering if they're going to be able to catch this guy, but they did have images on him, but you couldn't see anything. Yeah, we saw, like, uh, their surveillance photos and things like that in News on 6. It was very hard. I don't, like, see how they do it. Those guys are good at their gig because... I couldn't tell who that, you know, you can't tell if that's me or Daniel or just a other person sometimes in those surveillance photos. I wonder also if when they offer a reward, I bet that's really what gets people going is you might think you recognize somebody. Like, do you think you would recognize me just if you couldn't see my face, but could see the way I was dressed and things like that? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you dress like Ellen DeGeneres, so mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's either Ellen or Daniel, and I would suspect it's you. So imagine somebody says, ah, I know that guy. Uh, did you see this? A woman on TikTok is claiming she bought stolen McDonald's chairs from a random guy on Facebook Marketplace has been using them at her home. Here she is talking about what happened. Hang on here. Years ago, I bought these chairs off of Facebook Marketplace, and immediately the guy deleted his Facebook page afterwards, so that was a red flag, but I thought they were cute, and uh, you always wonder where they were from. And this is what I saw last night in the South Georgia McDonald's. <laughs> it's identical. Those are stolen McDonald's chairs. McDonald's, I will kindly return <laughs> these stolen artifacts. Man, uh, Facebook Marketplace is wild. I used Facebook Marketplace when I was trying to find some patio furniture and stuff like that. It's pretty wild, and, and they say that if you do a transaction, you need to go to a safe place, right? Yeah, and you see that at Quick Trips. They've got like a little safe place sign. Now, I don't know if you've been to the uh, Quick Trip on Denver lately, but that ain't a place I want to be exchanging cash with folks out in the parking lot because it gets a little wild over there. That's the safest place they can come up with? Quick Trip? I'm not going to be out there exchanging the huge wads of cash. Well, you're up to date now. It's 98.5 The Bull, and we hope to see it at our, our tournament tomorrow. Uh, starts at about 11, five bucks to get in, and you can win prizes. And then we got Lady A stuff. We've got uh, games you can play. It's going to be a fun time all to benefit the Ronald McDonald House. Details there at thebulltulsa.com. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Good Morning Daniel. Saw a great movie last night, um, Tig. You know that now they're making movies about these kind of things we grew up with. I think, for example, Air is out on Prime right now, and that's about the people that developed the Air Jordans. How was that one? I haven't seen that one yet. It's gotten great reviews. Also, there's even a movie out about how they came up with the Blackberry. That's getting great reviews. Last night, I watched Flamin' Hot, and that's a show, a movie on Hulu about the guy, Frito-Lay, that came up with the Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Which I go, and I, and you know how shelf space is precious? You know, companies need that shelf space. They'll, like, kiss up to Reese's, and they'll kiss up to Quick Trip, and they need that shelf space, and they need that shelf space. Now I go in there, and they got those flaming Hot Cheetos everywhere. Flamin' Hot now is a, uh, a billion-dollar brand. Mm-hmm. And it was about the guy that created it who was just he just a janitor, and he kind of, like, was looking around, and he thought, you know, I want to do better in life, and I don't want to go back to the streets and, you know, be a gang member and things like that. So he innovated this flaming Hot. I just looked, like, on the Internet here, how many different varieties of flaming Hot things are there now? Because, you know, now there's flaming Hot Funyuns. Well, every company is, like, trying to get onto this uh, gravy train, right? Everybody wants to be flaming Hot now. Oh, boy. I mean, they just got everything you can think of, they got flaming Hot. Even, like, cheese and crackers. You know, I didn't see the movie, but I read all about that guy. Mm-hmm. And am I giving away too much if I say, like, what he did to come up with it? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. Like I guess, um, you know, in his household, they used, they would eat spicy stuff a lot. And when he was a janitor at the Cheeto factory, they had some what I would call blank Cheetos that didn't have the regular Cheeto dust on them. So he brought these home and started putting like spices and powders on them. Then brought it back to work one day and had people test it, and it worked. Yeah. Now and the janitor came in dollars. It. Yeah. Uh, has your son? Has he hit the flaming hot? Uh, Cheetos or Takis age. He he doesn't like spicy, does he? Yes. It's almost viral, dude. I mean, because his friends talk about it at school, and then now he wants a bag of it, and I think that's kind of how it gets going. I can't tell you if he loves it, 
but he sure wanted to try it because, you know, at that age, when a buddy's doing something, you're like, hey, I'd like to do that too. Like if your buddy's playing basketball, now you want to play basketball. They're eating Takis. You know, the other kids want to eat Takis. So it's almost like a viral product, right? Mm-hmm. So good movie. What's it called? It's called Flamin' Hot, and you can watch it on Hulu. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull.